Ladies and gentlemen, hailing from Long Island, New York, the best wrestling podcast in the world, Joseph Crush, Nikki Noodles, Bad News Canali, and Nick Jersey, the Wrestling Journal Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, episode 28 of the Wrestling Journal Podcast, brought to you by WrestleBuzz, at WrestleBuzz on Instagram, at WrestleBuzz with three Zs on Twitter. Happy Halloween, people. Uh, it's a joyous October 31st on a brisk, cold Long Island morning. And we're minus a person this week. No NJ3, unfortunately. Uh, some may like it, some may not. I don't know. We'll see. Noodles, I know you're a big fan. So uh, good morning, sir. How are you? Happy Halloween, Joseph. Happy Halloween, uh, Jer- Jer- Jersey, Jersey started the day trick-or-treating early. That's yeah. all. He's out with, uh, <laughs> out with Thor, his dog. <laughs> Getting those dog treats, sir. God bless. Thor's the man. Yes, sir. Bad news canal. What's going on, buddy? Morning, boys. Happy Halloween, everybody. Happy Halloween. Happy boy. Um, a lot to talk to today. Uh, first, I want to shout out to Mike Rome. We haven't done that in a while. Uh, our intro, you know, shout out to Mike Rome, big guy, big, uh, big fan of the podcast. So, you know, just want to give him nicest a Nicest guy out. ever, too. Yeah, really nice guy. <laughs> Do you love fantasy sports and professional wrestling? Of course you do. So join Paper Champion. It's free to play, win real prizes, gifts, trophies, and more. Signups for Season 5 are currently underway. Do you have what it takes to be the next Paper Champion? If so, contact us at kfabecup at gmail.com. Once again, that is kfabecup at gmail.com. Paper Champion. Fantasy wrestling done right. One week removed from uh, Hell in a Cell. I thought a very solid pay-per-view. Um, Roman Reigns, Jey Uso, big story there. A lot of storytelling in that match. Sasha and Bailey put on another classic. And Randy and Drew put on a show that we expected i guess except the outcome maybe not expected so much kind of swerved me a little bit yeah <laughs> what was just uh your takeaway from uh the pay-per-view i thought it was a solid pay-per-view i really enjoyed it i thought uh all the matches were were strong um the surprise ending caught me, caught me all a little off guard i wasn't expecting that i mean good for randy um kind of curious to see where drew goes from there yeah um the ending for the submission with uh the boss on bailey was just fantastic with the stomping on the chair and mm-hmm. it was Awesome. And it was pretty cool to see the Miz back on top of the mountain once again as Mr. Money in the Bank. That's great. He's getting a shot again. Let's see what happens with that if he rolls. Absolutely. Him. Bad news. Thoughts on the pay per view? Yeah, no, awesome pay per view. I mean, uh, wasn't expecting the finish in the Orton you know, McIntyre match, but you know, that's, you know, you want that, you know, sure. but uh, no, definitely fun. And I mean, can we say any more about what they're doing with Roman? I mean, finally, after so many years, we're yeah. getting Roman Reigns we've always wanted, and it, he's just killing it. I absolutely love the whole thing. Was awesome him like throwing the ref out of the ring, you know, scaring the officials away and all that. And then he goes and puts Jimmy in like the guillotine choke, and for Jay to say I quit, it was just the best heel work. I mean, in a long time, so he's just killing it, and so happy for it. Really am. Yeah, it's funny because like we see what he could do now and 
clearly he wasn't the issue this whole time. Yeah, yeah, what? yeah, yeah. never, <laughs> never. The dude's an absolute star. Yep. If people people ever had an issue with him, they just eat your humble pie now because clearly he was not the yeah. issue. We should exactly. all recognize that. And I, and I will say, for for whatever measure it's worth, this was the first time in a long time that I got genuinely angry at a character to yeah. the point where I yeah. was mad. Yeah. I was pissed off and I wanted to fight Roman Reigns myself. Yeah. That's how awesome it was. Yeah, no, he, he did awesome. He did exactly what a heel was supposed to do. He was he, he made you feel real emotion for the first yeah. time in a while, and that was pretty badass. He yeah. shed he shed tears. It's it was amazing. Like, Incredible acting. It was yeah. it was I was on par with uh with Stiller in Tropic Thunder. That's that's how good it was. <laughs> Never gone full retard. <laughs> Not still. Oh yeah, yeah. that's the that's yeah, trying to make sure I get that right. Um yeah, so Stellar pay per view. Um, we don't like to talk about him, but fuck you, Dave Meltzer. I mean, just you couldn't give any nothing five stars out of that paper. I saw three of them in my eyes, but I mean, yeah. or, or something pretty close to it, you know? Yeah, I mean, something I mean, enough already. Yeah, whatever. Go fuck yourself. Um, we know that. Yeah, we know that. Um, so on to other news. Uh, our boy Elias dropped his uh his EP last week, The Universal Truth. True stats number one on Apple Pocket on uh, iTunes on the iTunes charts. That's pretty awesome. That's pretty, pretty cool. I don't know if you guys got to check it out yet, but it's actually uh, it's pretty. It's actually pretty good. good. It's yeah. pretty good. It's not bad. The songs are catchy. Uh, it's got some good choruses. It's uh, yeah. I was I was pleasantly surprised. I enjoyed it. I, I actually threw- hope I can be, get the full vinyl like when it comes out. I hope they make one. Yeah, it'd be pretty cool. Um, it's good like artwork too. It's like uh, kind of it's like a throwback to something. I don't know. You would know better than I would. You're a music buff, but like yeah. you got like I got kind of like uh like seventies like Beatles vibes from that cover. I don't know if that makes any sense to you. Yeah, eh, a little bit. Nah, a little really. bit. I okay. see what you're saying. Yeah, just no, it's not bad. bad. I mean, the Beatles were you know more more late late sixties though. You know, with that, that trans, you know what I mean, trans trans but I got you. I got you, Joe. I just got to, you know, I got to put you in your place when you talk. About yeah. <laughs> I, know, I probably should have thought better before I put that. Um, but I, I threw it on in the car today on the way home from the doctor. And uh, my wife's like, oh, he's a real singer. I was like, I guess I don't, I, I, yeah, he's not bad. He's got, he's got these vocals, you know? Yeah. But the, 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 I don't know. They put a nice little production to it. And like, it's stuff like this that you see happen for, um, WWE superstars that wouldn't happen if they were anywhere else. Like he wouldn't go number one anywhere else. Oh hell so, no! Hell no! So it, the platform's it goes, unreal. It goes to show what kind of platform WWE has, and like you question when they make certain decisions for certain people. But this, like for Elias, this is the reason why. Now you don't know what's going to happen with him after his career in WWE, but like or what he is going to do else. Like or what? I mean, it's just cool to see that he gets this kind of representation. And they let him like go and do stuff like this. I don't know. I thought it was pretty cool. And the fact did you guys like, did you like his like little like live set he had the other day or a couple songs? Yeah, it was pretty cool. Um, I thought it was pretty cool. You know, they brought the band down and everything. It was interesting. Yeah, it was cool. I liked that. They kind of promoted the, uh, the album there. So I thought it was dope. Um, interesting change here. Uh, Matt Riddle is uh, dropping Matt in his name. So he would just be called Riddle now. Uh, you know what? We had a we've had a bunch over the years uh, that dropped their names, and it's kind of like, oh, we'll get used to. Or like Cesaro dropped Antonio, Rusev dropped Alexander. The list goes on. You know what I'm talking about. Um, this one is a, is a questionable one to me. I know he had come out and said it's all right, everybody. I don't care. Like I've been called Riddle like three quarters of my life. It's my real name, um, but it's still kind of just to, it's to go with that as the name Riddle. It just I don't know. I don't like it. It just comes off a little. Little out to me, Tom. What are your thoughts on that? 
Yeah, no, it's definitely odd. But I just read last night, I forgot to send this. The reason they did it is because, they, according to Vince, he doesn't want people Googling Matt Riddle and, like, all the stuff that's been going on with him, you know, getting you know, with the lawsuit with that one. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. So that's, that I mean, cra- I, crazy I, chick. Yeah, if that's, you know, if that's the truth, then okay, I understand. But, I mean, still, it's stupid. I mean, it's a guy's – it's his real name. I mean, come on. You know, it's not like Cesaro, you know what I mean, type of thing. So, no. uh, just it, like you said, it's weird. And the Riddler memes coming out of it are pretty funny. So, you know, but it's just, just stupid. He's yeah. just not that type of character, I think, for like a, like a one-name thing. You know what exactly. I mean? Like, yeah. Cesaro, Shane, yeah. like Rusev. Like, it's like, those are like dominating, powerful names, especially yeah. given their characters. Riddle's a performer, you know what I mean? So it should be Matt Riddle, but what, you know, what do I know? Yeah, what do we know? We're just fans. So. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a questionable, questionable call by WWE on that one. Uh, usually, like I said, I'm not too quick to judge on certain things like this, but uh, this one, even if he comes out and says he doesn't mind, I care. So I his, 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 As long as his paycheck refl- reflects what's going on, I don't think he gives a shit, really. Yeah. <laughs> I just can't be like, and the winner and WWE champion. Yeah, it doesn't even have a good ring to it. And and it's, it's I know it's a sudden change, but it doesn't have a ring. It doesn't have a flow at all. Yeah. Um, they uh, news came out this week. Bill Simmons and WWE are partnering up to do a uh, Vince McMahon documentary series on Netflix. So, super excited for that. Uh, If you know the stuff they put out on the WWE network, the quality of that, and then add that combine that with like netflix i I can only imagine what kind of production they're going to put out with that um anything you're looking forward to seeing in this documentary noodles yeah some of the like the some of the sides of him that we don't really get to see right i mean we all hear the the stories of how cutthroat he is as a businessman but at the same time like you see the passion and love he has for his wrestlers especially the successful ones yeah but it would be nice to see some of the behind the scenes in you know his decision making processes and you know the things that we don't get to really know about, we just, you know, we just talk shit about, you know what I mean? And we flip yeah. out about on the internet, but there's gotta be a method to the madness, right? I mean, the guy is a, is a billionaire or pretty damn close to it, you know, and he's been greatly successful. Um, so I'm really excited to see some of those behind the scene things and, you know, how he's kind of transformed from the start to where he is today and the direction he plans for the company to go in the future without him maybe being here. Yeah. I think it'd be pretty cool. Um, and for anyone that doesn't know, I'm pretty sure you guys can correct me if I'm wrong. Bill Simmons is a, like a journalist from Boston. I think he's Boston based. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think he did like Celtics was like his main thing. Yeah. But he's also a huge wrestling fan as well. We've seen him at events at WWE a lot. Uh, but I, I hope they don't go the route of just like powder, like buttering him up. Like I want to see, like, don't show me just all positives about Vince. I yeah. want to see that. I want to see the good side, but I don't want them to like, cause you could automatically think if, if WWE is behind it, they're not going to show anything. That's like negative. Uh, yeah. Negative. Not that I don't want to see him. Like, I don't want them to talk about like him paying off the cops to cover up Jimmy Snuka's murder, like stuff like that. Like, <laughs> like obviously I don't want them to touch on that, but like, if, let's see him like in a meeting freak out at something an idea or like oh, i want to see stuff like that let's see like the real vince that we maybe every story isn't true but let's see i know there has to be some truth yeah. behind some of this stuff i wouldn't mind seeing stuff like that and i wouldn't think anything different i mean that just be but i don't know I still would you like to see would you like to see like something along the lines where like you know one of his brain brain ideas that he thinks is so good and it turns out to flop and his yeah. reactions yeah. like, those are the oh, stuff you kind of want to see exactly how he yeah. reacts to the fans reacting to a lot of his stuff and how they bash some of his things and i want to see how he takes it like he takes yeah. it on the chin does he care does he not care you know does it really bother him or yeah. does he just go with it because he's the man and you know he has that arrogance that sometimes it looks like he don't give a shit what anyone says or thinks i'd love to know if they have any like footage from like 
like they've been filming for this like they knew something was going to happen eventually and like what kind of behind the scenes footage actually just popped on um the history of wrestlemania it was a documentary they did i don't know if you guys ever saw that's on uh, the network but uh, they go from i think it's from like they talk about wrestlemania 1 to 26 and it's like a documentary and they show behind the scenes footage from like stuff like that it's really fucking cool if you haven't watched it yeah check that out i think it came out a few years ago whenever wrestlemania 26 was so that's 10 years ago but uh it's actually really good um speaking of vince mcmahon and maybe poor decisions uh it was official as of two days ago i think that they officially cut off all the twitch accounts and cameos and stuff like that for these superstars and we uh we witnessed firsthand a video of Paige, like in tears about canceling her her uh her account there and it's like it's it's heartbreaking for them or especially for her let's think about like all right everyone else aj styles Zelina vega dakota you're still on the, if you're still on the roster getting the, getting the real legit paychecks and all that it's yeah. one thing but for the people that don't really have means of making or generating themselves fair revenue outside of the name associated wrestling is, is a tough pill to swallow and she even said it she's like i broke my fucking she was like cursed it she's like i broke yeah. my fucking neck two times for this fucking company yeah and it was like you're right and she even came out on she's like i'm home every day she's not like out on the road she's not in uh at the at the pc wherever they fuck or amway center like shooting stuff she's home every day so like this is kind of like a a thing for her to like get by in life and then and still and still be engaged with fans and people yeah. you know what i mean it's it's tough and she even said like the community she has within her channel is like unreal it's like helps her and helps them the people that she has on her channel like get through shit so i don't know tom what are your thoughts on this man i don't even know like i know we've talked about it so many times like i know it's like it's official now so like yeah, yeah, nah. so it's, it's real it's real yeah <laughs> yeah no nah, it's just rough i mean like you said especially for Paige, who's not on tv anymore who you know like she said broke her fucking neck two times for this company i mean yeah they should have done something i mean for her i mean she's not like she's not on tv so she just have kept it i mean i understand aj and all those people you know they're on tv every week you know but it's just not a good look and i saw that you know Maybe the, a couple of talents met with him, with Vince, to you know, talk about. So maybe, who knows, maybe they'll come to somewhat of a better decision. I mean, who knows? But I, I want to say that I can't – ultimately, Vince decides everything, right? Mm-hmm. But I want to – I hope – and I, this is me catching, like, being a show for WWE a lot. But, like, I hope to believe that Vince isn't the one, like – he saw oh pages on twitch get her off like i guarantee someone came to him oh probably and, yeah and yeah. All, all all he thinks is like they're making money off their name yeah. and not like but she doesn't even use her her ring name she used yeah. Soraya knight or whatever yeah, he changed. yeah so i hope that they can work something out and we're gonna it's probably gonna end up being we'll take 25 percent of whatever you make uh, yeah at absolutely. the end of the day which is still gonna be a, a a fucking dick move but i think it's better than nothing and like especially now with covid and everything these people they're not on the road 24 7 so they like this helps them get by or helps them make an extra buck because not everyone's making like dakota kai selena vigam they're not make. i mean they're making money but like they're not making, they're money. Not making crazy money they yeah. can't be right so it's a, it's a different kind of levels of certain superstars you know yeah. so like aj Dude, he's doing all right. I'm, yeah. sure, I'm sure he's all right. Yeah, he's for sure. All right, AJ. Yeah. And you can see he's like the least. I feel, well, you don't see it, but like I feel like he'd be the least upset about this whole thing. But like I don't know. At the end of the day, it sucks overall. It's a shitty decision on whoever's making the decision. I know Vince is the last call, but like 
whoever brought that to him, go fuck yourself. Because Vince didn't know they had a Twitch account. Come on. It's probably a wacky, you know, Kevin Dunn, that freaking moron. So it's probably him. You could just just imagine, though, like that type of atmosphere and that that industry to be as shady as can be. There's always going to be the rat. There's always going to be the snitch looking to propel forward. It's just tough, man. It's the nature of the beast, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, Something I didn't have down on the notes here, but I had read there was like their third quarter uh, call. They had a conference call for like – for WWE, like like earnings and stuff and vince or stephanie was on the call and something i read worried me i don't have it down verbatim here but i someone reported that vince is okay with the ratings right now because it's they're not their business isn't solely on tv ratings they look at like social media interactions and youtube views and stuff like that which scares the shit out of me because if you look at some of these youtube views they have on certain segments that they put out for the dumbest shit they have the higher ratings than what really should like and if they're going by views on excuse me on youtube for a segment like the lana bobby lashley wedding i remember had like a sick amount of views like super quick so if he sees shit like that and that's what he's going by that's 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 horrible yeah Uh, that's tough and I don't know if that's true. Like, how if uh, maybe I look too I look too deep into what he said there. But he, the fact that he's not worried about TV ratings because that's I guess it's a fair statement because they're making sick money right now. They're like the highest revenue they've ever had in like years, and you wouldn't know because of the ratings are so low. But the fact that they're able to go, they're they're going to go by like YouTube views and like social media interactions. I mean, it scares me, man. And I'm, I'm not not going to lie. For sure, but like I, I think you are looking too much into it, Joe, because from the fact is like today there's so many different variations and revenue streams that they can make. Like you don't think they're making a fucking butt ton of money on fucking YouTube hits and all that stuff. Of course yeah. they are. So they don't give it, you know, at the end of the day, the money's the money. They don't care where it's coming from. If they, if a fan wants to fucking go on YouTube and watch a five minute video clip instead of watching on Monday night for three hours, then so be it. They don't care. You know what no, I mean? But where it scares me is like, they're going to book shit towards based, that. Right? Based, based yeah. on popularity. I mean, yeah. I guess anything's possible. Right. But at the end of the day, you see what happens when things start to flop. They, they flip the script pretty quickly. You know what yeah. I mean? So, but yeah, they might take a little bit more risks and doing dumb shit. You know what I mean? And, and letting that, that ride a little bit longer, but yeah. we've, 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 we've survived it all. So I guess a little bit more ain't going to kill us. I guess you're right. <laughs> Good way to look at it, I guess. Um, <laughs> all right. So let's move on to roll. We have a lot of wrestling to talk about this week. I hope I could fit it in with the next 45 minutes. Um, Monday night raw. Let's start talking about some, maybe the, the few positives for Monday night raw. Uh, I'll give you four names. Bray Wyatt, Alexa Bliss, The Miz, and Drew McIntyre. That's all I got out of Raw. I didn't see anything else that I liked. Or maybe Riddle and Sheamus. That was a good match. Uh, but the one thing that I took away is who's going to be the next – who's going after the champion next? Who's going to be the next WWE champion? So we saw a lot of Bray and Alexa interaction. We had the uh, Firefly Funhouse and – the interaction they had and, and culminating at the end of the show with Bray, Randy, and then Drew on the other end, and then Drew and Randy into a fight there. Um, Noodles, what do you, where do you see this going? Like, uh, Bray injecting himself in the main event picture now, or so we think, and then the Miz lingering in the background. Uh, what's, what's, is Drew going to get another title shot? Like, where are we going with this? What do you think is going to happen? Well, I really hope Drew doesn't get, like, another title shot because that would kind of bother me that this is going to be dragging on. I'd like to see him do something else. Yeah. 
Um, they might not have anything lined up per se right away for, for the next go around like after Survivor Series. Maybe that will start like a, you know, a new direction of what's going on. Yeah. Um, the Bray stuff is, and Alexa stuff is amazing. Mm. And I don't, it doesn't necessarily mean that he's going for the title run, but him just being involved in certain aspects of everything makes it that much more intriguing to me. That he can co- come in at any moment in time and just do his thing and it's pure fucking gold. Yeah. And those two can make a movie together. That's how awesome it is right now. Yeah. It's like I'd be all jacked up to see something like that. And the Miz, like, and what they're doing with the Miz is just doing their job, right? He's always got to be somewhat around planting seeds for anyone who is the champion, who may be the champion for the, you know, the, the intrigue of the cash-in. You know, with Otis, we didn't have that since he won it, really, that he was. He didn't tease it really at all. Yeah. So it's nice to have somebody who's a snake like the Miz be able to offer that, you know? I agree. Um, Tom, correct me if I'm wrong. This this Bray, this Firefly Funhouse that we saw, was this the one that, uh, I can't even say that right, Firefly Funhouse. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Was this the one when when she poisoned? Uh, yeah, which is yeah. amazing. Yeah, those were rabbit, yeah. Rabbit. <laughs> where do you where do you want to see this all all head? I mean, I really thought I thought they were going to swerve us when he came out the fiend. I thought he was going to attack Drew. That's what I thought was going to happen. Mm, yeah, I really thought I'm like, okay, you think he's going to go after Randy because you know all night they're planting up, oh, the fiend never forgets type of thing. And I thought, okay, maybe they'll do something. He'll attack Drew and I'll set up something. And then Randy will go off and do, you know, whoever's, you know, going to – he'll go with whoever them. But, yeah. you know, that's what I really thought was going to happen. But obviously that didn't happen. So, you know, who knows? I mean, I maybe see Drew against him one more time against Randy. But, I mean, at this point, I mean, how long has it been? Four months they've been, I mean, going at it. So yeah, it's a little, little dated here. I'm thinking because Survivor Series, there's going to be no title shots. It's champion versus champion as they announced on, uh, on Raw. Now, we get so we get a little break of a pay-per-view of not seeing Drew and Randy. Do they think that's good enough? And then revisit that the the next one. I don't know. I don't know if I agree with that. I don't want, I thought I, I was nothing against Randy. I think he did like, he's one of the greatest, but I thought they would have kept it on Drew as we went through yeah. our predictions last yeah. week. So that was kind of questionable. I'm not, I, I'm kind of lost with where, where they're going to go, <clears throat> but they, they got to have, have, they got to have something hidden in it sure. and ready to go. You know what yeah. I mean? But they do have the options there. So, like, I think Miz is always going to, like we said, linger in the background, maybe pick a shot here and there. Yeah, for sure. I would love to see Drew, Drew and Fiend do a little program. And then, yeah. like Tom just said, like, Randy, go do something with someone else. Like, if Randy did something with, like, Riddle right now, that would be cool. We know Riddle's not going to win, but have him get that rub of a main event, like, feud. And then go do, like, you know, then then when they're done, like, the Fiend pops up and goes after Randy. Like, now, the, the, but, is, like, is the Fiend, like, it's kind of he's kind of facious in a way, in a creepy way, though. I think he, I think he's. I don't I hate I hate using the word tweener, but I think he's a in a spot Definitely. where, where no, we it's can, the truth, though. Yeah, you can go either way. Yeah, where he it would be okay if you went against Drew or if you went against Randy. I don't. It doesn't matter. It works both ways, in my opinion. I, I just know. wouldn't want to see like to me like if you have Drew go over the fiend now, like that's that kills that, and then you're gonna have you know. Drew lose two feuds in a row after being like the hottest thing, carrying the fucking company for months on end. Yeah, I don't. I don't, I don't know if I like that direction at all for either of them. To be honest, I like to see them actually progress to that in a bigger setting, like WrestleMania, for example. That's true. Yeah, I don't know. It's tough where where they go with this. Um, but either way, Alexa, that with her her mannerisms, like the la- the creepy laughing when she was incredible. It was yeah. incredible, fantastic. Yeah. Um, By the way, on the WWE shop, they had. The other day, they had 100, 100 um, signed pictures of Bray and Alexa doing the uh, Sister Abigail, like looking at each other, and they all sold out within minutes, wow. and I was so mad that I what? didn't get my hands on one. It was fucking incredible. Like, I'll send you guys a link later. Yeah. It's stupid. It's stupid. It was stupidly cool. 
I would have unbelievable. Was it a plaque or just like a picture? No, it was eleven by fourteen photo, and it was in the dark. And they would they were both looking at each other when they were holding the sister Abigail and on uh, Andrade and Zelina, and it was fucking dope. I'll send you it to you. You'll it would be on the back of your wall by tomorrow. You still might have got it there on eBay. <laughs> I'm, well, I'm going. I'm looking after once we have this uh, recording. Um, I mean, I don't really want to talk about it too much because I'm sick of retribution right now, and nothing against them. But like, why'd they give us an elimination match on Raw? Isn't that the whole point of Survivor Series? Like, what, what the, the fuck, fuck are we talking about here? Yeah. And yeah. I know what. And you know what? You know, and the saddest part is they're gonna do it again. <laughs> not, not they're gonna do it again in Survivor Series. But after embarrassing and poor booking retribution the whole time, they will go over the hurt business set out of nowhere at Survivor Series, and that's the disgraceful part of all of this. Unless yeah. they have like something in their back pocket, which wouldn't make sense anyway. But like at this point, I wouldn't. I'd rather that that someone like come in and help them win, than like them just win for no reason. I don't know. I need something like to change. Uh, it's um, but ended in a DQ, so which leads me to believe that it will happen. Uh, like we'll get an official pinfall somewhere at Survivor Series, I would think. Yeah, retribution um, goes over. Fucking pathetic. Fucking sad, dude. <laughs> I, but is, I, it, is it, guys, I got to ask you a question on this because it's bothered me. I like the, I mean, the champion versus champion thing in Survivor Series is awesome. Like Roman Reigns versus Randy Orton is fucking cool as shit. But like, don't we already have a pay-per-view called Quest of Champions that kind of does that? Well, that's more or less like – is that what they do? I thought there was like uh, they defend all the titles. They defend all the titles, but like – This is like – this is brand supremacy. This is what they go by. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's, it's cool. and like, I mean, I'm, I'm not opposed to watching a match like that, obviously. Sure. But just kind of – I don't know. It just seems like a little weird to just throw that together. So our series is a team thing. It's always has been. Well, not in the past fucking – I feel like the past 10 years, I kind of lost lost sight of that. I kind of wanted to get into that. We, we They basically announced no NXT this year, which I thought was, like, really cool well. what they brought in last year. And, like, it made it different and, like, gave opportunities for guys like Keith Lee back then to fucking sh- shine and, like, show what he could do. Didn't, um, they clean up, didn't they clean up last year, NXT? Didn't they win the majority won, of the matches? They won, like, four, I think, of the – Yeah, they fucking won – they won the show. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even if they didn't win, they won like by presentation. So I mean, uh, but they announced uh, qualifying matches for Raw. I think the first three guys that qualified for Raw team the elimination match is Sheamus, AJ Styles, and Keith Lee, which is pretty cool. And then the women's just got announced. So it was the two tag teams. We got Mandy Rose and um, Dana Brooke, Nia and Bailey. Ah, uh, Bailey. Uh, Nia and Shayna. Basically. <laughs> and uh good old Lana winning that wow. fatal four way for the fifth member. Um whatever. <laughs> Do you think with these elimination matches, Tom, that they should have a bigger stipulation than brand supremacy? Um Yeah, I mean I would I you know I don't know, know what you could do, but yeah, I, mean, exactly. yeah. I don't know what you could do, but I mean I mean, I mean I do like the idea of them, you know, of doing these kind of matches to see who's on the team and not just, you know, picking you know, say, okay, he's on the team unless, you know, you're the women's team, you know, but whatever. Um, <laughs> you know, but no, I mean, like the matches were very cool. I mean, the, um, the Keith Lee match, I thought it was very – he went against – who the hell did he fight? Um, Elias. Elias, I thought that was a good match. Yeah. You know, so um, – but, you know, I mean, like you, like I said, I don't know if um, what, what you could do, but, you know, I do like the idea of these matches. I really do. Yeah, and I think – for like the limited at Survivor Series, I think they should. I don't know what you. I I, I miss like the, the the back in the day where they would do like, um, what was the what was the name of it? Like when the the Survivor match at the end of the show, like where they would have like whoever was like the oh Soul Survivor match, like yeah, 
yeah, like if like Hulk Hogan and Warrior were like the two remaining guys, they'd be in the match at the end of the night. Like just give some sort of like edge to it. I don't know. Like, or if you want to give a stipulation, if the Raw team wins whatever side, they get the thirtieth entry in the Raw Rumble because it's like a few months down the road. I don't fucking give something. Or, or the first, or the, like the first pick in the draft or something like that. You know? Yeah, like it's, it doesn't have to be anything crazy, but again, it is hard to do because. There's, you know, the two different entities of the brands and, you know, the type, no one goes back and forth to both shows. So it's like, in a way, pretty hard, but like, I'm sure they can come up with something to give it a little more spice. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like a boring ass interleague play baseball game. Yeah. That, there's, no no meaning to, behind it there's no meaning behind it at all. And just getting good matches, I guess. I don't know. At the end of the day, like we see dream matches. I don't fucking know what, they, what they're going by. Um, Raw cut off early again, as we, uh, two weeks in a row. And apparently... Uh, Drew stabbed Randy in the eye with a pen when it went off air. Is <laughs> <Yeah>. it <laughs> so, John Wick? I don't fucking know. Canada sword. They were able to see him in Canada. I saw it. Like, what the fuck? Oh, Canada sword. I didn't even know. Yeah. That. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm not. I'm not a fan of this. Uh, just cutting off at the exact time thing, and uh, it kind of bothers me a little bit. They want us to go check out the YouTube channel for the the WWE exclusive Raw. Fucking come on, whatever. Come on, man. Um. So, then, yeah. then, then, then just broadcast it on the network at all times. They get the USA shit and just put it on the network. Then oh, that'd be fucking fantastic. I think we can. You know what I mean? Show. Like then you wouldn't have to worry about like ratings and shit. I mean, and like. Uh, but that's where the money's at, though. Unfortunately, yeah, yeah. though, you know, it sucks. Whatever it is, what it is. Um, normally, I'd hand this over to one NJ three to bring us into Wednesday nights, but he's not here, so I'm gonna take over again. Um, <laughs> He's busy trick-or-treating. He's busy trick-or-treating. Before we get into NXT Halloween Havoc and AEW, uh, I just want to shout out to Walter and uh, Ilya Dragunov for one hell of a fucking match in NXT UK. Uh, mm-hmm. It was everyone – I mean, there's one word you use. is brutal. It was absolutely insane. Um, <laughs> good old Uncle Dave gave it a fucking five stars, which is unheard of. Yeah. And um, – prick uh i mean it's just something that you don't it's for a show that's on at a weird time that you can't catch live ever because of work and stuff like that during the week it's cool to see that they gave this kind of match to us and it's going to want me to watch nxt uk again next week so i know we never talk about it on here um i do watch it when i can during the week because there's just a lot of wrestling intake but uh just fucking fantastic match tom i know you watch it so just it was brutal yes absolutely brutal i mean uh, I just I can't say enough. I mean, Walter, I wish he could come over here more, but you know everything going on in the world, unfortunately, yeah. that's the case. But I mean, hopefully, when something gets back to normal, he can come over here more and just show show like over here what he can do. It's he's just awesome. Yeah, it's good. He's a beast and future 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 championship potential there is like a monster heel, no question about it. It's crazy because like he's so I think he's so above uh, where he's at right now because I feel like they use NXT UK. And then bring guys to NXT after that. You never go NXT UK to the main roster. It's like kind of like a sing, single A from the other, other yeah, side of the pond. Which is fine, but like he he's so above. He's he's ready for like main roster stuff. And no question, we just talked about it before we got on here. But like, I'd be worried that where how we get he would get treated. I know it's like a typical thing to say they're going to ruin him on the main roster. But <laughs> I really do think like Vince would have like throw fucking some sort of weird costume on him, and I don't know what the fuck they would do. Just crazy. But uh, sick match, great match, hard hitting. Watch it if you haven't. I mean, I know it's going all over social media, but just seriously watch it. Um. And you see a Walter, Walter Keith Lee match for a championship down the line? 
I'd love to. Yeah, even like sure. Walter, Walter versus like Drew McIntyre would be fucking. Oh man, yeah. be fucking insane. Um, the, I think the highlight of the week, and maybe even like 2020 for me so far, uh, Halloween Havoc was fucking absolutely fantastic. Yeah. And um, uh, shocking title change for me, I think, was the North American Championship Gargano over uh, Damian Priest. We did get a sighting from. Uh, Ghostface from Scream dressing up to help uh, to assist Johnny Gargano. Uh, Tom, we're big horror fans, so we respect the, the, the little uh, throw there. Do we have any idea who we think Ghostface is? Um, you know, I was just bullshitting around when I was talking to you the other day. I said, imagine if it's Triple H. I mean, who the hell knows? You know? I, mean, <laughs> I, mean, you, I mean, just, you know, just the craziness. Because, I mean, the, the person looked kind of tall. You know, Triple H is a pretty tall dude. But, you know. Yeah, yeah, a monster. But, yeah. <laughs> but no, I really have no clue. I really, I mean, couldn't have just done it just for the mystery. Like, it was Ghostface. It was no one, you know. It was just a one-off. Yeah. Just because of the, the the show itself. Exactly, yeah. But, I mean, if it comes out, who knows? But, no, I mean, it's, it was just it was very cool. It, especially for Halloween, it was very cool to see. Yeah, it was cool. And then we'll get to it, but the in EO versus Candice, uh, they got an appearance as well there. So, I mean, phenomenal match. But uh, uh, Noodles, I know we're a big fan of Shotzi Blackheart. Uh, just thoughts on her presentation that she gave to us uh, on Halloween Havoc. Legit, as always. I mean, there's, there's, I mean, there's not so much to say, man. She's just cool as shit. She just brings something different and unique, and I just like everything about her style and and what she offers, man. She's she's the real deal. Yeah, it was cool. I thought it was like the, I I come I'm, I should have hit this first, but the the set for Halloween Havoc and uh, it was super cool, man. So it was cool, super cool. The presentation was very very cool, and everyone's it like, was old school. It was like a real Halloween environment. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like they really played the gimmick well. Yeah, it was cool. I, it felt like a, I want to like I can go back and watch that show and like every Halloween now. I know it's kind of like corny to say, but like I'd throw that on next year. Unless Are they going to have another one next year? Shall well, we then I'll throw one, one. But I'll like to get like ready for it. I'll throw that one on. Um, I don't know the the Damien Priest John Gargano match was fucking sick. Uh, it's awesome. Our boy Pat McAfee showed up with the uh, tag team champions Oni Larkin and Danny Birch. And uh, we got a, a very long promo from him. I thought it was dragging on a little bit, but it was fucking entertaining. Uh, talking shit about the Undisputed Era. Did we know why? Uh, I know Kyle Riley came out by himself. Was there any reason why uh, Roddy and Bobby weren't there just because they were injured at the moment? I think, yeah. I think they just wrote them off because they got attacked last Yeah, week. so uh, Kyle comes out with some help. Uh, a returning Pete Dunn, which is very interesting because he's, he's from he's from across the pond, and I heard they're that I thought they couldn't fly over here, which is pretty cool. Um, but then Pete Dunn joins the fucking the brand boys. I I mean, it, I it was it. like it was it was great. It, I feel like not predictable, but like seeing all how it was playing out, I was like, oh, this shit's gonna happen right now. Yeah, yeah, fucking cool. Blasting right in the back. Um, <laughs> I guess he's like a viable replacement for uh, uh, Ridge Holland. I don't think that was a, an original plan to have Pete down there, but I think a very respectable replacement in that in that in that slot. Noodles, just thoughts on Pete Dunn getting the. Run. Yeah, it was awesome. It was nice to see him come back and return. I always like Pete Dunn. I think he's a really good wrestler. Yeah, and he got himself in some ridiculously phenomenal shape too. So yeah. the character yeah. trend is is on the rise to him, and he I think he just fits that. 
that molds so well with those guys. And then McAfee, he needs a little bit more muscle there because, you know, he's not really a, a seasoned professional wrestler yet. <laughs> yeah. But uh, if, if it, I think it fits well, and I think it's going to be an awesome uh, War Games showdown when, uh, when we see it in the near future. I think it's very event- eventual happening. Uh, and someone had tweeted out, never trust a man wearing sneakers and no socks. And that was what Pete Dunn was wearing. So that was pretty funny. Uh, but yeah, I think it's pretty cool. I think, dude, I don't know if they have a name for the faction, but I feel like the brand is like, this is pretty sick. Yeah, pretty for sick. sure. Yeah, as well. Yeah, I'll run with that. Um, Tom, a little uh, feud we had going on the past couple of weeks, uh, Cameron Grimes versus uh, um, your fucking boy. Uh, my boy, Dexter. Dexter, Dexter. Dexter. I always forget his name. Uh <laughs> The Haunted Horrors match. I mean, we, we've gotten so many cinematic matches over the past few months with the pandemic and everything. I, I got to say, and I'm biased because I love horror, but, like, this one is up almost up top of me, man. I know, like, there was a no, couple of other cool. ones. It was cool. No, yeah. It was definitely an acquired taste for some, as you saw on social media, but uh, <laughs> I thought Cameron Grimes playing... Your, bo- your boy. Cameron my boy. Grimes. My boy. Shout out to Cameron Grimes. Uh <laughs> playing the perfect part of like a scared heel but also funny very funny it was and funny it was funny when yeah. you, i thought the best part time i got to do this like, when you were in the house and he saw <laughs> the girl in the shower he's, yeah, he's yeah, like yeah, taking yeah. a shirt off did a little, yeah did a little dance yeah, dude, it was fucking <laughs> fantastic like, a little shit like that he's he's good man i i don't seem like obviously you know that type of person doesn't get booked like to the moon like as you would say but i think he's uh it has its value though it has, definitely, definitely has, has its value, value. yeah sure. tom any uh would take away from that the match yeah no i mean it was perfect for you know halloween havoc you know definitely good with the zombies and the one ref is the zombie which is pretty funny to see yeah, yeah that was cool but the thing in the bathroom i'm like oh okay they're doing like a little shining little you know thing, you know when the yeah. whole you throw the woman in the tub and it's gonna be a freaking horrifying woman you know so that was pretty cool but no and like you said he played the he played the role perfect and Dexter doesn't say a word the whole freaking time and it's just he's just so menacing you know the way he like attacking him and stuff that was a lot of fun I mean can't expect more from a like a the haunted whatever the hell it was called man haunted horrors yeah oh yeah but that was good yeah that was pretty cool man it was a nice little break from uh all the solid matches that we have like a little break in uh routine there that was something we haven't seen much from nxt so that was pretty cool um we got rhea ripley versus raquel gonzalez which i thought was like an insanely good match yeah. uh not overlooked but i feel like every a lot of the things outshined it with like the the gimmick matches it's a straight up fight here noodles just thoughts on uh rhea going over raquel and like what you thought of the match yeah, i thought the match was awesome i mean two two monster women going at it i mean strong as shit uh powerful um, they both can work clearly. Rhea, I mean, to me, Rhea is at, at the top upper echelon of, of wrestling yeah. in the female industry. She's just so damn good. 24, and, by the way. Yeah, which is insane. <laughs> and, and Raquel Gonzalez, my goodness, to keep up with Rhea and put on that type of performance. And she hasn't got that much exposure. So yep. she's on the trend. She's on the up and up. And she's got tons of potential going forward. And this match will be revisited down the line at bigger stakes. Trust me, yeah. I promise that. And I, it's cool to see Raquel get like, because we have, like you said, she hasn't been exposed too much. And I want, I'm glad to see her shine. And she see, held her own with the best yeah. by far, you know? Yeah. So it's cool to see those two, like, because normally we, and nothing against Nia and like Tamina, but that's what we've been ble- like given, like, as our big monster women's wrestlers. And like to, to see Rhea and Raquel and know what kind of capabilities they do have. It's it's refreshing to see, like, 
whenever they get go up, like it's we're gonna get that type of action. For sure. It was definitely a solid match. I was very impressed. Uh we went into the main event, EO versus Candace, in a TLS match. It's been a real mega deal. Tables, ladders, and scares. Oh. <laughs> uh, I mean, this match was insane. And they both put on a fucking hell of a show, took some sick bumps. Um, we we talked about before we got a visit from the ghost face. This one a little more predictable because Indy Harbaugh has been hovering around Candace for the past few weeks. So it's kind of obvious. It probably is her. Um, Tom, just your, your thoughts. I know you were super big fan of this match. Just thoughts on this whole match. Yeah, no, the match was just absolutely insane. I mean, the bumps they were taking, it was just, I was like, oh, like I was texting you guys. I'm like, oh my God, you guys got to watch this match right now. <laughs> <laughs> it was just crazy. I mean, with those two, you figured it was going to be an awesome match. But they expect, you know, my expectations were exceeded absolutely with this. And just the bump that Candace took to end the match, I was like, oh, dude, it's insane, dude. I was like, oh my God, that was brutal. Holy shit. But no, it was, no. That's a five star match. I don't give a fuck what anyone else has to say. <laughs> That's a five star match right there. So suck it, Melissa. Candice LeRae is awesome. Man. She's come so far, such a long way that I can't wait for her to have a title run because she deserves one. She's going to be a champion sooner yeah. rather than later. And I like to see the Gargano family with all the gold. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so we, we, we didn't mention what year did come out on top, but uh, I think. It's just a short. We're a short while away from seeing Candice get a run there. She's, she's really, really good, especially yeah. you know, given her size. I mean, she's pretty small compared to a lot of the other female wrestlers too. Yeah. But she she just packs everything that you want, and she's willing to sacrifice the body like fully, man. It's unbelievable. Dude, yeah, it's sick. Yeah, if you see her, her stuff prior to WWE, like insane, it is, yeah. is is sick. She's um, all about the brand for real. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, so yeah, shout out. to I mean, Halloween Havoc was insane. I just a lot of fun. Um, thank you, Triple H, for giving us and blessing us with that. Um, AEW Dynamite, pretty good. I mean, it's I mean when you're uh you go up against a, a pay per view style show, it's tough it's to tough, yeah. no question. Um, I mean it's unfortunate, but a big shout out to Wardlow. Unfortunately, he lost his qualifying match to the finals against Hangman Page. Um, before the match though. There was an interview with uh, MJF and uh, Wardlow, and it was like I don't know if it was like foreshadowing or what they what what they were going with this, but the interviewer asked like, "Oh, what if Wardlow wins and becomes champion? Like, what happens basically?" And then MJF is like, "Oh, he'll just give it to me, right? Isn't that what he said? Something like yeah. that." Like, <laughs> he's like, "If he wins, I'm champion." Yeah. And, yeah. and then Wardlow gave him like that look, like, "What the fuck yeah. are you talking about?" Yeah. But uh, I think that's more down the road. I don't think that's an immediate thing. Obviously, he didn't win the, the match. But, like, I think that, that split, whatever it does happen, is they're saving that after a bunch For of sure. stuff. But uh, I thought it was a good match. I mean, hang, I mean, you put these two guys together, I think uh, what you take away from it is that they both can work. And we knew where the story was going anyway with Hangman and Kenny. It was more about them than anything. Um, For sure. So I don't know what the, what the plan is for Wardo and – MJF down the line, I guess the Jericho thing, and then wherever they go with that. But I thought it was a pretty good match. Um, the Bucks uh, announced that full gear that if they don't win uh, against FTR, they're never challenging for the tag team titles again. Uh, this sounds pretty familiar. Uh, of course it does. Where did before. I hear that before? Yeah. <laughs> My God. Uh, so yeah, news. You're pretty vocal. Let's uh, let's get your thoughts on that, man. 
I mean, it's cool. I mean, I'm looking forward to the match, obviously, FTR and the Young Bucks. I mean, it's what everyone's been wanting and talking about for years. It's been years in the making. Um, but to throw that, like, that weak-ass stipulation in there, like never challenge the titles again, I mean, come on, man. And, of course, the boss, you know, he's got to, you know, he's got to make his presence felt with authority, you know? Yeah. Paul Wannabe. <laughs> hey, it is what it is. I mean, it's just – I hate when you I just put... I, I got I got a bone to pick Pierre because I've been I've been wanting to say this for a while, but it is so damn annoying to me that a guy like Cody and all the other former WWE outcasts can constantly always talk about how they never got this opportunity, never did this. They always put the same guys over this that, and the other, and this motherfucker is doing the exact same thing that he used to talk shit about, and that to me is just. The, the hypocrisy of it is just so disgraceful, so disgusting. I like Cody. I think he's a really good wrestler. I, I totally do. But his blatant abuse of power here in uh, AEW is just off the charts, man. And he, to book himself like he is Triple H is disgusting. Disgusting. Because he's nowhere near on anything remotely close to that level in any facet of wrestling. Do you think by any chance he's doing it, like, intentionally? Cause, like- yeah, of course, because I feel like he finally got the, the – like, when he started putting himself over and winning – now he realizes like he's the man. He's feeling that power. He's loving it. All the shit that he used to talk about it, I feel like, whatever. He never knew. He never experienced what glory was. Now that he's got it, he can't run away from it. It's like a drug. It's addicting. Yeah. And yeah. I, I understand it. I get it. But don't, don't, don't be that guy. And he's being that guy. And he's riding it to the bank. Because every, with everything with AEW, we've gotten really nothing new in, in the year plus that they've been around. Nothing new. It's pretty similar. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, Staying on Cody there, I guess we could just hit on the was it the lumberjack match, right? With the mm-hmm. with Orange Cassidy. Um I don't know. I think it was like are they are they pushing like because it was a kind of like a dirty finish in a way. Like Orange got in there, fucking hit yeah. Orange yeah. Cassidy, and then Cody went over. I still think and it's I still think we're gonna get heel Cody. I think that's what they're going for right now. I don't know. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. I just don't know. I think we're get, like we're getting worked a little bit with like how he's being booked and like how he's he has all this pyro and all this shit. It's like overzealous and like crazy. It's like it's over the top that I think like he it's it's more intentional. It's not like he's doing it to like go against and how how you said like how he was wasn't booked in WWE. He's like kind of doing the same thing to other people. I feel like it's just how they're playing, like how it's like they're taking their shot at how everything was done. I don't know. Maybe, Maybe I'm just but, like, but if but if he if he goes heel and drops the title to somebody, then what then what does he do? Yeah. You Maybe, know what I mean? Like I think the biggest I don't know. Heel, I, just I think like the biggest heel thing he could do is because he has the powers say fuck is, I to, go for, is I, to be is to be heel and dominate as champion right so yeah, it's but, pretty much the essence of, of exactly what we just talked about but he can't he technically can't challenge for the, the aw championship yeah because he lost that match so maybe he's like fuck you guys i can do whatever i want i'm the fucking evp of this place i can do you know what i mean <laughs> and then the ultimate heel move would be to go, maybe you know what i mean yeah. Yeah. i think it's potential down the road i don't know um we had the town hall meeting I'm kind of all over the place. Uh, the town hall meeting with MJF and Jericho. I think like these things are cool, man. Um, they're doing one every week, so it's like <clears throat> interesting to see where this is going to go. Obviously, we're getting the one-on-one match next uh, at Full Gear, right? Yeah, Full Gear. Yeah. So we get the payoff there, I believe. Um, but I thought it was cool. We saw Easy E come back. He had some, cool, uh, yeah. he had some hard-hitting questions. The um, legend. Yeah. Legend. I thought it was pretty cool, Tom. What are your thoughts on the town hall meeting? Yeah, no, I mean it was great. You know. As we've been saying all for the last, well, I guess, was a few weeks with them. I mean, anytime you put those two guys together, it's going to be gold. 
I mean, having Luchasaurus ask a question, and he was like pretty, you know, he was very, very well spoken, which is pretty cool. You know, I thought, that was, I thought that was very funny. You know, it was cool. Well, if you watch BTE, he always says, "I have a master's degree." Like that's his oh thing. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we have a cameo from Mr. Uh, Doctor Britt Baker, which is pretty cool to see. That was very cool. Yeah. But no, overall, yeah, good, good segment, and you just felt, you know. You felt for MJF. I mean, he's like, I'm doing all these things. You know, I just want to join you, this and that. And they're all like, no, you know, we don't want you, this and that, blah, blah, blah. You, I mean, even though, you know, he's the asshole here, you kind of do feel for him, you know, type of thing. But no, it was good. It was really good. Yeah, I thought it was good. I thought it was funny. I think that every week we're going to get, <clears throat> leading up to full gear, something quality out of them too. Uh, you could argue it's the best thing, like, going right now, pro wrestling-wise in AEW. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's not even close. Yeah. Um. So we didn't talk about it in the beginning, but uh, the NWA Women's Champion Thunder Rosa lost to Serena Deeb, uh, who is currently signed by AEW for the NWA Championship. Very confused at how they're doing the cross the uh, the cross stuff here. Um. It was rumored that Thunder Rosa was done with NWA by Dave Meltzer and she was going to go to either WWE or AEW. Apparently this is not true. Her contract is through 2021 or ends in 2021. So, but now, or whatever that's past. That's whatever. Serena Deeb's NWA women's champion defends it on AEW TV. I, I'm just confused. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It was a good match. She's a great wrestler too. I love her. Yeah, she's very good, yeah. Um, and the girl she went up against, uh, Layla Hirsch, I believe her name was, she was uh, – it was good. It was a very good match. But it was, she's yeah. young. She's young, right? She's, yeah. like, up and coming. Like, she's Serena pretty Dino, raw. She's been her no, no, not her. Um, oh, the, the other, other one? one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Layla Hirsch. Uh, Layla, yeah, Layla, yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure she's, like, young, so she's still trying to get her feet wet. Sure, which is fine. But why are we <clears throat> defending another company's championship and not even focusing on your own women's division? I'm just confused. Like, I don't get it. It's very confusing with them. It really is. <laughs> I don't know. And then they so they, and then they make a match, Nile versus Sheeta for full year. It's like, what the fuck? Like, this is, I don't know. I've, I've, this, is, this is the problem with their, their division. We talk about it all the time. Yeah. There is clearly, there's like no care in the women's division. There is no investment in any of, of the wrestlers and their talents. And there is clearly no damn direction with anything yeah. that they're doing in that, with what, in that division as far as women's wrestling goes. I mean, they're promoting another brand's, another company's title more than their own. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. That's Depending ridiculous. Yeah, I don't get it's, it. it's absurd. Yeah. And they don't, they don't give the matches any time. They go right to the commercials. So you watch it in picture in picture, and then it finishes right when it gets back. It's absurd. Yeah. They don't have enough talent on their roster where they can't push women's wrestling to a higher level. It's disgusting. They run the same shit over and over, week after week. Tag team match after tag team match, this, that, and the other. Enough. Come on, man. You got you to give them some effort here, some, some opportunity to – this is the, the way of wrestling, right? The women's division and every wrestling brand is on another level. Theirs is by far the worst. And how long do we give the, the COVID excuse that we can't even say it anymore? Because they're all here, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Pretty, yeah. I, no idea. I, I see more wrestlers for NWA than their own. It makes no sense. Yeah. Then let's just wrestle on NWA. What the hell do we <laughs> just cut it out altogether completely? <laughs> don't yeah. even have a women's division. <laughs> it's, it's absurd. Yeah. I don't know. They need help. I mean, you would think Thunder Rosa would go there. Maybe they get pull Thunder Rosa and fucking uh, uh, what's her name, Blanchard, uh, Tessa Blanchard. That, yeah, maybe. Need, I mean, that would that would that would be something. a huge help for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. There's only so much the doctor can do on her own. 
Yeah. But even now, like, she's, like, good. I, her character's better than, like, I, you see her in ring. It's, like, average. I mean, best. It's yeah, but it's, 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 no, for sure. I mean, but again, the character is more important than the actual sure. ring ability. But when you're also wrestling people that aren't as good, like, aren't that good, you're sometimes you're held back, too. Like, look at Liv Morgan. Like, wh- look how awesome she's gotten in the ring with all the work she's put in. When you wrestle the top people over and over again, you get better. Yeah. yeah. Yep. When you don't get that opportunity to work and actually perform, it's hard to bring your skills to a higher level. You got to, yeah. if you don't use it, you lose it. Mm, heard that before. <laughs> <laughs> uh, main event, we had Penta. Well, I did, dude, I could have swore his name was Pentagon Junior. Now it's Penta El Zero Miero. I got they change his name every fucking week. I have no idea. Maybe I'm sorry. Yeah, it's a lot. So we'll just call him Penta for Penta sure. For now. <laughs> uh, I, mean, I feel like we're just bashing AW, but it just happens this week. Halloween Havoc was fucking dope, and I can't get over it. Um, Penta versus Kenny to go to the finals. I mean, Hangman won that opening match. We kind of saw where this is going, right? Yeah. yeah. Great, great match, though. Um, Kenny is being the way that we want to see him, like, be portrayed. And I think – Finally. Yeah. We got the uh, the the cleaner opening again to his intro. Like, it's – So cool. It's so, so good. It's so, like, cheesy and, like, cocky. I love it, though. It's like – Yeah, great. of course. It's, it's, what, it's, it's what we want to see out of him. Uh, Penta's a stud though, bro. Penta's like, I, I, it's hard. Sometimes I'll admit it. Like it's hard for me to get on board with like mass characters, but he's, it's different with him, him and Phoenix. I love both of them. Uh, great match though. Kenny obviously advances. We're getting Kenny versus Hangman at full gear for the number one contendership. Another, another match you've been waiting for forever. So yeah, just finally here, like st- little things here and there. This is, this makes sense. This is like, this is what like, but why can't they do it with every? I don't know. What do I? Mean? I just don't understand. Like it's why did, they've been in they've been in business live for what over a year now, right? Over and it's year, like yeah. now they're finally investing in single superstars. You know what I mean? Like why? How could it have taken this long to do stuff like that? I think their goal, their um, their first initiative was to make tag team wrestling better because that's what like wasn't being. But addressed. they have they have they have plenty of tag team wrestling that they could have used. You know what I mean? Like to use your two two of your arguably two of your top four singles talents and not have them wrestle singles matches yeah. is absurd to me you need yeah. to develop heavyweight champions stars stars is what sells and brings you in not fucking tag team matches i'm sorry it's not hey to each his own i guess uh nj3 is gonna have a fucking bowl listen back to this because he's <laughs> he takes over the segment kind of like bulks up like, yeah and he w. loves tag team wrestling too he <laughs> loves it <laughs> uh tom just your thoughts on uh getting kenny and omega i mean kenny and hangman finally in the- oh no like you said we've been waiting for it forever and that match is probably gonna be the match of the night at full gear i think you know just those two guys have known each other for so long going back to the days over and you know uh, ring of honor and all that and all yeah. those people, so now nah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun match and i really hope you know kenny goes full heel in the match because you know that's what we've all been waiting for sure so I mean, and I hope he I hope he goes over. I mean, I love Hangman. Don't get me wrong, I do love yeah, him. Yeah, it's not it though. Yeah, but I just uh, the Kenny as a heel is seriously one of the best things ever. So once we get Kenny, should be the next champion in line. I don't think yeah. that should be. No, that's what I was gonna say. Point, you know, so if anyone's gonna take it off Moxley, it's gonna be Kenny. No, we get absolutely that fucking- a heel Kenny he takes on a face Moxley. It'd be an awesome main event for a pay per view. And, and like we need a, I know Moxley just had a sick run with the title, but we need a long ass Kenny run, like dominating. Let let us, the quote unquote best wrestler in the world. Let us fucking see that guy. I want to see him. I want to see him as a champion. I want to see him run America because he's done it in Japan. We know that. But let's see him own fucking American pro wrestling that like he's supposed to. So, um, 
I don't know. I'm excited. Like that things that come out of AEW like that. Like we'll see finally get that that finish off of uh Hangman and Kenny, and then I don't know. It's dope. I like it. Um so yeah, thanks NJ3 for uh helping us out with that segment. You dope. Um just kidding, I miss you. Miss my boy. <laughs> so we had SmackDown last night. Very uh you know what's funny? I, I work I said this last week, I work at three to twelve, so I'm at night. And I just I I can't not scroll through social media and like see what's going on. It's so almost just, impossible. Just yeah. seeing <laughs> just seeing tweets about SmackDown was like I already know it was better than Raw. It was like I'm not even watching the show and it's better. Like this is horrible. This is how fucking bad it is. But uh, we had a couple qualifying matches. KO uh, defeated Dolph Ziggler to qualify for the uh, SmackDown Men's Elimination match, whatever the fuck you want to call it. And uh, we'll get into Jey Uso, but he also qualified as well. But uh, one that stuck out to me, we got Bianca in a triple threat match in a qualifier match over Natty and uh, Billy Kay. Uh, Bianca getting the rub there, which is pretty cool. I think uh, she is going to be a standout at Survivor Series. I think she has hopefully a, a, a solid push ahead of her because I think she's been up on the main roster for a decent amount of time now. She's awesome, too. She's, she's been really, relevant. really yeah. cool. She's so I great. think I was, I was going to ask you just thoughts on Bianca and like her getting this rub here. It's awesome. I think yeah. she's great. I think she's going to be in the upper echelon of female wrestlers. I think she's has the ability to be a champion. She's the EST, as as she likes to say, yeah. and I think I think it fits perfectly. And she she had in the Royal Rumble, she was amazing, and she got that major rub there at the Rumble. She was eliminating people left and right, put on a display of all displays, and then she just got pushed to the wayside when they've yeah. been struggling to develop new female talent as far as singles competitors, and they pretty much like disregarded her. And now that she's finally getting that that push and that burn. So hopefully, you know, cause they need a, a shot in the arm with some new feuds going on in that division. Cause the same stuff has been repeating now over and over and over again. Yeah. I'd love to see her come out um, as like the sole survivor and dominate. Yeah, that'd be, the, be awesome. Absolutely. 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 I think they're setting up the raw team where she could do that. Cause like no one on the raw team, maybe Shayna would be the only one that would get hurt by like losing like that. I think, uh, I don't know. I think I see it playing out that way that, uh, Bianca's going to dominate that match. <clears throat> you very well may. Never very well may. Uh, so we're still getting Murphy and Seth and the Mysterios. It's not over. It's not. It's, I don't think it's anywhere near over, boys. Because no, I, I, I think it's just begun. To be honest, because <laughs> <laughs> we got one hell of a uh, a moment last night. Um, I'm not going to break down the whole segment, but basically, it ended up being. Murphy about to get 619 by the Mysterio family, the father and son. And Aaliyah gets in the way. And she's like, no, don't do it. I love him. I love him. She said, she said the L word. L word. That's a big one. About a guy she's known for two months. Um, Daddy might not be happy about that. Uh, and then we got a good old fucking smackaroo right in the lips. Boy, did that go over well on social media. <laughs> Fucking. I saw, I saw, I saw. T- I read so many of the comments, man, and it was just, it was interesting to say the least. Guys, I know this is going to come off really bad. Relax, she's of age, people. <laughs> the, the, it's fucking twenty twenty. There's an age difference with everything now. Yeah. Right. Well, in California, it's not an issue, but everywhere else, it is. Yeah, apparently. Um, Tommy, <laughs> just uh, thoughts on the progression here we got in this feud, and then, oh, first of all, did you guys catch Seth Rollins' face in the? Uh, the top of the ramp there. Oh, yeah. he's going nuts. He loved it. He's fucking loving it, dude. <laughs> he's loving it. <laughs> <laughs> fucking fantastic. Just Tom thoughts on that. 
Yeah, I mean, you know, at this point, it's like it is what it is, unfortunately, you know. But, I mean, I really thought – I'm not kidding. I thought she's going to say I'm pregnant type of thing. I was like, oh, oh boy. Oh, no, I no. would have fucking turned the TV off right there. <laughs> if, if something like that. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? But, you know, they're, you know, they're steadily going with it. But, you know, it's just – I mean, you feel for Murphy, man. He deserves better. He really does. I'm I, I kind of like – I'm listen – very it's so we see this we see this in movies and tv shows all the friggin' time yeah. you know what i mean like this is nothing new and if they had a problem with it it wouldn't be happening yeah. right so at the end of the day that's true if she was uncomfortable with any of it it wouldn't be happening if he was uncomfortable with anything i'm sure he wouldn't do it either or her father who's fucking 20 feet that's away. what i mean so like <laughs> let's let's if they don't have an issue with it no one else should really have an issue with it yeah it's like, and every guy and every guy who's commenting saying it's disgusting would be a fucking total liar because if they were in Murphy's shoes, they'd be all about it. <laughs> I'm just I think at this point I'm just tired of the whole story. I mean, it's been five freaking months of this, you know what I mean? Just just move no, on. Yeah, because I, I, at this point, like, where are you going? Like, you're yeah, gonna set up a exactly. Duck Dom versus Murphy match? Like, all right, I mean, that could be a great match, but you didn't have to do all this to do that. Yeah. And it's like we because an outcome that could happen is like they tricked Aaliyah into it and like but yeah, what is, yeah. they've had so many matches and they've gone over the Mysterio so many times. Like, what are they getting out of it? But like, what? So if you if you turn Aliyah against like her family, then like, where do you go from there? You're gonna have Rollins. Like, it's the same thing that they just started with. It's just yeah. coming full circle. It's stupid. I don't want another two month feud again. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> we might get it. Though. I don't know. It might you know, go- well, we're gonna get. This is carrying through the probably mania. So yeah. you like another calendar year? Who the fuck knows? <laughs> do you remember when Stephanie came on screen and she was very like innocent and like yeah. kind of roughing the around the edges? And yeah. then she turned into like a diabolical fucking bitch. Imagine yeah. we get that out of Aaliyah Mysterio. I think that would be. It's possible. Bad. I think she's doing. Yeah. Listen, considering her her age and inexperience in any in this atmosphere at all, she's killing it. I think she's doing a great job, and I yeah. think that if she's really buying into this, which clearly she is, because she's willing to do all this, um, you know, she could have a pretty decent career with this, and and one that's going to separate her from Dom and her family. She could have her yeah. own direction here, you know. That'd be cool. I'm excited for that. Uh, well, not really excited, but <laughs> you know what but I mean. But I wonder, I wonder if she has any interest in being a wrestler, though. Like, that's physically wrestle, like get in the ring type stuff. Yeah, I don't know. She has like you know? a... Because then if she's only going to do this, it's going to be hard to have her a sustained journey throughout the company only doing that. That's very true. I don't know. We'll see what happens. I mean, at the end of the day, it is a very long, uh, outstanding uh, feud we have going on here. I thought it was going to end once, they, once Seth got drafted. Not the case. Um, <laughs> so... Let's pick up Steve. Let's see what, yeah, just, it just like started, like just revamped again. I don't know. I, this motherfucker. I'd love to see where they're like what the end game is here. I'm like, have, they have written down on the fucking whiteboard. What do they have the as the end game? Um, and, and somewhere along the lines, Jerry Springer is licking his chops somewhere. I'll tell you that right oh, now. Absolutely. <laughs> um, we talked about before how Roman's at the top of his game right now. Um, the top that we've ever seen, in my eyes at least. We got Jey Uso versus Daniel Bryan as the main event for a qualifying match. We had said earlier that Jey Uso won, obviously. Um, But then after the match, Jey beat the shit out of Daniel Bryan. It was awesome. <laughs> Repeatedly slamming his head. I think he they have a WWE exclusive on YouTube or whatever, him continuing to beat the shit out of him afterwards. So it wasn't just over once the, the cameras went off. Um, but it looks like he acknowledged, finally, Roman Reigns. And he fell in line last night on SmackDown. Uh, I mean, what else can we get out of this? These two guys are fucking pulling off something that I didn't think that either of them had in them the way – they're conveying emotion and uh, crying and fucking 
it's all about family and all this crazy shit. And who would have, I guess you said this already, but who would have predicted like the main event picture at some point was going to involve Roman Reigns and Jey Uso. Yeah. That's pretty awesome, man. It really is. It's fucking great, man. And their, 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 their family table is going to be loaded with food for a long, long time with how they're rolling these days. I'll tell you that right now. I want to, I'd love to know who gave the green light on like Roman going heel and like doing all this. And like, I'm I'm sure Heyman pushed for it or has been pushing for it. Heyman seems like one of the few guys that would actually like promote a Jey Uso. You know what I mean? A guy that's got a world of talent. Um, always been a tag team wrestler we know his brother not being there it's it's an he's an asset you know what i mean like you can use that that has to me has Heyman finger somewhere along there because that's yeah. not a, a vince move by any means he'd rather have them sit on the sidelines until the other one gets healthy type of deal you know what i yeah. mean like that's what you see that play over and over again you know it's pretty cool um there was an interview with Heyman where he was asked like when did reigns become a paul Heyman guy he's like roman reigns isn't a paul Heyman guy Paul Heyman's a Roman Reigns guy. I was like, oh, that gave me fucking chills, dude. It was dope. So I thought that was pretty cool, like how – and you see how, like, Heyman's looks at him and, like, he's not – Roman's not going to Heyman for advice. Heyman's there oh, yeah. just to, like – I don't even know why he's there at this point. But I, think, like, I think maybe his mouthpiece maybe a little bit. Who knows, you know? But, dude, I'm I think thinking, it's, just, it's, just to emph- it's just to emphasize the change yeah. in Roman and the direction exactly. that Roman's yeah. going. That's, yeah. that's, and, yeah. and there's literally and, – and if anyone needs any vo- uh, vocals at any point in time to tell a story, Heyman can jump in there. And yeah. sell, as you sell water to a fish, you know what I mean. So it's the guy's incredible. It's just cool because like Roman, he could he could have done this by himself, but the fact that they added just Heyman on top of that, just like it just makes it that more special. Well, what do, what do you say every time Heyman's around with with a wrestle? What do you symbolize that with? Like a dominant heel yeah, exactly. that's running the company, you know, between Brock um, and um, remember Curtis, who did the Big Cur- Show, Big, Curtis big Axel. Show for a little while. <laughs> <Curtis Axel. laughs> well, that was that was that was a you know Kurt Henning thing, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. I just I'm super happy with the direction they're going with this, and you can only imagine Jimmy's coming back soon. It's gonna form. I'd love to. I know Joe's on Raw. I'd love to see that fucking happen. Like the Samoan, like even though he's not a part of that family, it just you want, like how about the faction of the, the tribe? The, you know, like you said it the other day, it was unbelievable thinking about that. How awesome if uh, Jimmy Uso was healthy to have them be the dominant team at. At Survivor Series, the whole family. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, dude. no one gets eliminated. They just they just run through five guys, no matter who they are. The biggest yeah. and the baddest guys around. That'd and there's incredible. Like, there's up and coming Samoan guys in NXT that only that we don't even know about. So I hate to talk about. This is like kind of a, a personal conversation. But like one of the people that we share in our group chat. Uh, one of the you know their boyfriend is a wrestler in NXT that's not on TV at all, and he's yeah. Samo- He's like he has that. I don't know if he's a part of their family, but he has that like background. But he's a fucking jacked beast. You guys seen him in the pictures? Yeah. He could if he fucking found his way in there, like an unknown, an unknown guy, like they like cousin fucking Jason that we don't even know about. Like I don't know, like it's just like shit like that. They have potential. I mean, let Jimmy come back first, and let's let's form that. For sure. Like yeah. the the potential of having like uh uh what they call him the Samoan uh the fuck. What's the name they had back in the day? Maybe they bring back Umaga, the Samoan bulldozer. <laughs> that's horrible. Why would you say it? He's no, dead, I mean, he, oh, that's right. I forgot about that. <laughs> Fucking asshole. That's terrible. My apologies. On that to the, to the wrestling universe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, my God. I fucking miss Umaga, too. God bless him. He was man. good, bro. He, he had a good run sorry. there, too, man. He had a he great run. Great. Nah, he was there. I think uh, this but, is where, uh, do you, do you, I mean do you think both of you guys do you think it's inevitable now with the the amazing work that Roman's doing as a heel 
for the showdown with the rock one time, one off. One time. This I is where they're heading. God, man, this would it's be the most happen. amazing shit ever. Yep. If it, if it's that wrestle, what is wrestle? We're gonna be at thirty seven next year. Thirty seven, yeah. I don't care if you got to dip in into your your unborn daughter's college fund. We're going WrestleMania thirty seven if that's the main event. You understand me? So put your in shekels Florida? on the side in Florida. I don't care where it is. We're tell, going. Tell my wife that. Noodles, okay? well, we we will. I'll right. start the college fund. All right. Okay. All right. <laughs> um, so yeah, SmackDown was great. I mean, I. It's always great. So every week we're getting top-notch television. Uh, before we uh, end the show here, boys, uh, just your MVPs of the week. We're going to continue doing that. Uh, Tommy, we'll start with you, buddy. Yeah, I go. We were just talking about Roman Reigns, man. I mean, just just been awesome. Finally, like we said, finally he's a heel. We'll get, we're getting what we've always wanted from him, and he's killing it. So going Roman Reigns. All right. Nicky Noodles. Ooh, this is a tough one for me, man. There was uh, There was some quality, quality stuff. But I'm going to go with... I got to go with Gargano, man, okay. to become the, like become the champion one more time, um, setting off a, a good trajectory for the NXT brand, as always. I believe the first, the first time, two, uh, two, two time, time champion, yeah. yeah, North American champion. Um, when in doubt, you could always put the strap on Gargano and you absolutely. get quali- quality wrestling stuff. Absolutely. Man. He's killing it right now, too. Uh, so good. Um, my aside, MV- of him that, aside of him that I don't think we saw – was possible a few years back, right? We always just saw a really great in-ring wrestler yep. with, like, really nothing else outside of that as far as the way he talks and all that stuff, but he's really starting to come into his own. He uh, he, he would always get comparisons to Daniel Bryan as, like, that small underdog baby face. That, mm-hmm. but, that now, he, but now he's he's a legit contender. At any level that he, he goes to, at any brand, he could be a champion. He conveys, like, I don't know. You're right. I'll, I'll leave it at that. I'm not going to, like, build a more bigger story on that, but I agree with you. Um <laughs> My MVP of the week, tough one. Ali uh, Mysterio. Yeah, no. <laughs> buddy, buddy Murphy. Uh, yeah, lucky dog. Uh, who am I going to go with? No one from AEW. No one really stuck out for me. The Bruiserweight? I mean, I don't know. Oh, that was cool. No, I'm going to do the brand. Pat McAfee's the brand. Yeah, that's sick. right. And, and, in, and in the Bruiserweight was uh, was sick this week. Uh, I'm happy to see Pete Dunn back. In, and I, I don't know. Fuck that. Fuck that. I'm going back. Walter. Walter. Go. Yeah, you got to go with Walter. Walter. Fuck that. My Walter. <laughs> shout out to Walter, man. New shout Walter's out. a beast. Also, shout out to Wardlow. Got to rest, man. Uh, you'll get back at it soon. Wardlow's time is coming, man. He's, he has a singles, singles start him in his, in his future there, for sure. We'll see it happen. Yep. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us. Episode 28 of the Wrestling Journal Podcast. Everyone check out our social media. I said at the beginning of the show, so I'm not going to say it again. Uh, we love you guys. Everyone have a safe Halloween. Check the candy before you eat it. Be safe. Take care. Watch pro wrestling. Trick or treat.